Welcome to the IonHoops.com podcast with your host, Guy Flotico. And now the end is near. All right, that's enough. But I wanted to give you guys a proper send off as this is season three, episode 36, and the season finale of the pod. And we're going out in style in this one as Iona Gale's assistant coach, Pat Wallace, joins me to talk about how things are going during the summer workouts thus far. So we don't have a ton of juicy updates to share. And with that, I bring you the Iona Iota, singular rather than Iotas. Iona Iotas. A couple more morsels from the non-conference slate. We now know how our season's going to get going. It was long rumored that we were opening our season at Charleston, and that will indeed be the case. Last year's mid-major darlings released their schedule recently, and yup, they're opening things up at home against our Gales on Monday, November 6th. We're following that matchup up at Heinz against Sacred Heart on, on the 10th. Uh, we kind of knew that one for a while. Uh, that would be our home opener, but they released their schedule uh, recently, and that provided that date for us. So we're still missing a couple of dates and even an opponent from our OOC slate, but I'm hearing we're just one contract away from releasing the whole ball of wax. So hang in there. In the meantime, we'll just hope that Harvard, Hofstra, and Colgate release their non-conference slates to give us the other dates. While we're light on iotas this time around, we do have an offer roundup. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. A couple episodes ago, I reported on our offering of Ty Bevins, the 6'5", class of 2024 combo guard out of Maryland. Well, it seems our things are heating up a bit. The talented high IQ Bevins is unofficially visiting Iona on Monday, the, uh, July 29th, and is planning an official visit down the line. He's already visited George Mason and plans to visit GW. And some of his other offers include Georgetown, Charleston, Temple, Drexel, Towson, and others. Bevins is a four-star player on the On3 platform and a three-star player elsewhere. So his interest in Iona is, well, interesting. Would be a great get by this staff and we can lock this one down. Also, one more new offer to cover. Ryan Williams is a class of 2024 shooting guard at a Malvern prep and the Philly Pride AAU uh, um, Williams has offers from Temple, Penn, Hofstra, Drexel, Towson, and Albany. Right. We are concluding what has been a wonderful list of guests for season three in style with Iona Gales, assistant basketball coach, Pat Wallace. Pat Wallace joined Tobin Anderson's staff not too long after Tobin took down a job. Wallace was not on Tobin's staff at FDU, but make no mistake, he brings a ton of NCAA tourney experience as a player and as a coach Toyota. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Guy, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, obviously, Tobin leaned heavily into his FDU bag of tricks and filling out the staff when he got hired. But here you are. If you can take a moment and explain your relationship to Tobin prior to joining Iona. Yeah, so... Uh... Me and Coach Anderson, we have a, a mutual friend in Jack Castleberry, who's the head coach at Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh, we actually attended a coaching clinic a couple of years ago um, in Charleston, South Carolina, and I met him there. He spoke, and we've just kind of stayed connected since, and, um, you know, kind of through Jack. And, you know, obviously me and Coach Anderson have built a pretty good relationship 
um, between the both of us. And when he got the opportunity um, at Iona, um, jumped all over it. Well, certainly that connection, plus your appearances in the NCAA tournament, both as a player and a coach, make you a great fit for an Iona program that's kind of been there pretty regularly, too. I'd be curious to hear any differences that you experienced as a player and then as a coach. How different does it feel? How does it, is one of them more nerve wracking than the other? Is which one was more comfortable for you to be part of? I'd be curious to hear that difference. Yeah, there's definitely differences with with making the tournament at a Power Five school, um, and then also in the Missouri Valley. I think I think you know at the ACC we had that large bid, um, and I had the opportunity to play some with some really good players, the Martin Twins, T.J. Warren. Um, you know, even Kyle Washington on our staff. And we had we had two really good teams, but we we were like the eight seed in the ACC um, and had like a nine and nine record in, in conference. Obviously, you know, it's a little different with being at large bid. You got to make sure you play a great non-conference schedule and, and you know, have no bad losses and stuff like that. It's a, it's a year-long kind of thing. Um, and then at Loyola, we, um, you know, we won the Missouri Valley regular season and and then we won the tournament two years in a row. So had the opportunity to, you know, make, make the tournament and, and beat Illinois in, in the round of 32 and, and playing the sweet 16 against Oregon state. And yeah, both experiences were great. Obviously the, you know, NCAA tournament's the greatest show on earth. It's the, it's the best thing. And um, you know, it's, it's super exciting to be a part of that and, and, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. And, you know, there's, there's so much um, excitement around that tournament and being a part of it. And, and, you know, knowing that the work that you've put in not only in that year, but over time pays off and having the chance to compete for a national championship is something special. And you guys have built a team that's just hungry to get there. You can see it. Like they're all coming, you know, anything, anytime they've been interviewed, I know that they're doing the little uh, player previews on uh, the uh, um, Iona social media and they're all saying the same thing. We got to get to the tournament, you know, it's what we do here at Iona. So, uh, so that's great that you have that experience. And of course, uh, King Oz is there to help them along as well. So, um, so, so let's take us back here a bit. You know, uh, it's, it's uh, March, April timeframe. Tobin gets you on the phone. Not long after he takes the job says, I want you to come on my staff at Iona. And Oh, by the way, the entire roster is going to you know, the graduate or transfer out. <laughs> what were your thoughts at that time? I, I try to view it as a challenge. I think our whole staff did, uh, you know, Tom Bonicum, Camarell, like Ray Savage, Nicole, and our whole staff, and Luke Destine does a great job. Like we, we all, we all tried to just view it as a challenge and something that you know, if we if we can get the you know, we didn't want to bend on culture, we didn't want to bend on um, guys that didn't fit. You know what Coach Anderson has built. Um, we we really wanted to get high character guys that wanted to work, right? And that's something that you know, that carrying over from Stack and FDU that I knew, you know. Tobin really, really wanted in recruiting and, and obviously having Tom and Cam, um, you know, kind of being with them for a while. I think that helps always having that continuity and they do such a great job and, you know, kind of linking up with them and, and getting on their team, I think was, was super special. We, we, we viewed it as a, as a huge challenge and, and we feel like we've, we've gotten some really good players here and um, you know, it's, you know, there's, there's times where you're looking at this, you know, all right, we have seven open or eight open, and you're, you know you you really want to attack it, and, and everyone on our staff has a high motor, so we really just try to take it one at a time and attack it, and make sure we evaluate the right fit. Um, it's better to have got uh, um, you know nine guys that are the right fit than just fill it out with thirteen just to feel good. You know there was yeah. a couple guys we had to turn away because they just didn't fit 
you know, what coach Anderson preaches and what he does, you know, what he's done and had to make sure of that. And, and for, from my perspective, it was a learning experience, obviously coming from a different program, just trying to learn what, what they've done and, and how, with how much success they've had, like almost just being a fly on the wall, right. Just being a guy that's kind of seeing what they, you know, what they've done and, and, and how I can fit into that. Well, you guys obviously did just a, r- a ridiculous job going out and getting not only talented players, but you've got the balance that you that you want. You had by position, even by year, we've got grand transfers, we've got freshmen, we've got a couple guys in between. I'm assuming that was fully intentional, but how do you go about that? Do you kind of make like lists? You know, here's guards that we want. Here's here are bigs that we want. Uh, here's their age. You know, how how planned was a lot of that in terms of uh, trying to assemble just what you guys did? Absolutely. Uh, it's very fluid um, because you, you just you just never know. And, and the portal moves so fast that, you you know, you kind of get quicker answers and you have guys coming up on visits quickly. And you're relying you're relying a lot on relationships that you have prior um, just in terms of, you know, where they played AAU, where they played prep or high school. Um, and you really have to dig, dig and evaluate their film, obviously evaluate what they could be in the system and then also evaluate what type of person they are and, and it's, it's 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 the portal's like speed dating so it happens quick um but yeah you just you know you just attack it every day and, and yeah there's you know guys that we passed on and there's guys that you know we just didn't feel like we're the right fit and you got to keep moving and and we we really believe in doing what we do um obviously i'm joining on to that right now but i really believe in you know coach anderson and, and you know, Tom and Cam and, and our whole staff, I really feel like they do such a great job of connecting with the players and can, you know, even on visits on, in practice and workouts. And, you know, that, that shows that there's a genuine love um, and, and trust in, in our recruiting process. And we're really excited about it. So I have to ask our friend, Eugene Repay from the journal news was at your practice yesterday and he, and he tweeted that the one roster spot remaining quote unquote could potentially be filled within the week. I know you can't talk about it because whoever this is has not signed or anything, but is there truth to that? Are, are we, are we very close to taking to filling that last spot? We, yeah, we're, we're definitely trying to fill that last scholarship. I don't think I can comment anymore on that, but hopefully we will. Um, yeah. Hopefully we'll have all 13 here by the um, pretty soon. Nice. Okay. Well, we'll be on the lookout for that. Everybody's ears just went up in near shell, all the fans. So <laughs> something, really? something to look forward to there. Absolutely. Um yeah. So, so here we are now in late July, most of the kids have been on campus a bit for workouts. Uh, normally teams will have a core of guys who were there a year ago. They know the system, but here there's an entirely new roster learning an entirely new system. I'd be curious to know, how do you get started in that scenario? Do you try to start teaching the system from day one or is it more, Hey, let's just let these guys get comfortable with each other for a while and settle in a bit. Let's see what we have. And then we'll get going with actually getting the system up and running. I think coach Anderson does such a great job of, connecting guys and, and connecting guys not only together, but to the system and how we do things. Um, and obviously I've only been with them a short amount of time, but um, the first week of summer school, it was, we didn't start workouts yet. We just had them here and we did some team bonding stuff. We've, we've done a lot of team bonding stuff over the course of the summer. We went bowling, we have Sunday night dinners. We, you know, there's a lot of different things that we do. Um, but no, we, we just attack it head on. I think coach Anderson and, Everybody on our staff is is all in, and we're and we're we're always in the office. We're always here. We're always trying to get in the gym with our guys. And I think you know, there's no um, you know specific way other than you know get right to work, right? And watching a lot of film, I think individually, but also as a team, and 
you know, just learning like the history of like who's played for coach Anderson and, and what, you know, what type of players he likes and, and, and what, what qualities he likes, I think is super important um, for our guys too, because they're, they got to learn like how they can bring value to winning and how they can bring value to our team and program. So yeah, there's been a lot of film, um, FDU film, stack film, um, different stuff like that, just for our players to get grow accustomed to, you know, how, how things are done. Hmm. So I know you're new to the staff, but you know, Tobin and the others went through this whole new staff, new roster deal just last year at FDU. Have they talked about any learnings from what they did this time around last year uh, or even through the fall that where they're saying, Hey, you know, we did it this way and it worked great. Or, Hey, we did this last year. We're not going to do that again. You know, anything like that, that was there any, has Tobin talked about any learnings like that, that uh, from FDU, from that experience that is, are being applied this year or things that are maybe not being applied? Yeah, I think it's, it's a, it's a, it's a similar situation in terms of roster building. I think you, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to get guys that really are bought into what um, the vision is. I think from coach Anderson's standpoint, he brought a few guys from stack to FDU um, that kind of already knew, um, you know, what, what, what the expectation was. He had played for four or five years for him and, and now it's, you know, it's a brand new roster. No one has played for coach Anderson at Iona, but it's a great challenge. I think, you know, he has great relationships with our guys, our, our staff does as well. And, yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing is just not budging on on the culture piece, not budging on the type of guy we bring in um, in terms of, you know, is he a winner? Does he want to win? Does he want to work? Um, that's the biggest thing that I've kind of taken away from their experience at FDU is they didn't budge on who they, who they brought and, um, you know, who we recruit now at Iona. Um, like there, there, there can't be, you know, any bad, you know, obviously people grow and get better, but you know, the type of player and person we bring in can't, we can't budge on that. Hmm. Okay. So you've seen the guys working out for a few weeks now, collectively speaking, it's just, if you want to share some high level thoughts of what you've seen thus far and surprises, is there anything that it's like, wow, I didn't think we had this on our, our team, but we do look at that, you know, uh, any, any thoughts like that you want to share? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, obviously it's great to have King Oz back, um, you know, coming back and we really expect him to have a great year. Um, you know, Weza Panzo has been terrific. He's shooting the basketball, um, you know, from Stetson. He, he was really good last year. Uh, I think second in the NCAA and three point percentage. Um, Greg Gordon has been terrific. Um, I think, I think Iona fans are going to love his energy, um, his will to win his leadership. Um, he's got a, a, a great chance to have a great year for us. Um, Joel Brown from Cal um, point guard is going to be, you know, very steady for us and, and, and hopefully a really good leader for us. And I think he's, he's, he's had a good summer and um, Edan Trey too um, from Harvard, a, a graduate transfer from there. He's, he's having a really good summer, three level score. Um, and then, and then we're really excited about our freshmen as well. Um, you know, Alex Bates has had a good summer. He's got a lot of energy. Sultan, um, high energy guy who, who can play multiple positions and, and really, really showing his finishing around the rim um, you know, Terrell Williams graduate transfer from Southern as well has had pretty good summer. He, I think Iona fans are going to like him a lot too. And, um, you know, JQ, uh, Jeremiah Quigley and Gene have had, also had a really good summer. They, they bring a lot of energy to our backcourt and, and quickness. And, and, uh, you know, I think they, they both are continuing, like it's good for our freshman class to continue to learn, you know, and play with, fifth year seniors, right? I think it's going to only make them better um, every single day. 
Um, and then, you know, Dylan Saunders and Cam Kristoviak, they bring shooting to our front court and, and a versatility that, you know, is really, really hard to guard. Mm. Yeah, that, this sounds great. I mean, and, and I'm sure for you guys, it's such an adventure to just watch it all kind of start to take some shape as 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 the guys are working out, getting a little more comfortable together, and you're starting to see how their their own individual skill sets mess with each other. So it must be really cool. Um, I want to ask you a little more about King Oz. Um, you know, <laughs> Iona fans are like, give him the captaincy. Is there is there any chance of that? I I know he's not really what you picture when you think of a captain because he's not the most vocal guy in the world. Uh, but w- any thoughts on that, just from your perspective? Yeah, I'm not sure how uh, Coach Anderson does that. Um, obviously, we haven't gotten to that point, but he's definitely a he's a leader in our program. He's a guy that guys look up to. You know, obviously, him having experience at Iona, experience playing the NCAA tournament, um, he works very, very hard. He wants to be a pro. He wants to win. Um, and we're, we're really happy to have him. And, and I think he's going to have a terrific year. Um, so, yeah. All right. So we've in a, in a, in a little exercise here, just to get to know more, these guys a bit more, I'm going to throw out a player cra- characteristic to, for you. And you can name one or two guys that are fitting that description. Uh, we'll start with leader. Um. Joel Brown, Edan, and Greg Gordon. Okay. Uh, lockdown defenders. Gene, Greg Gordon. Okay. Uh, owning owning the glass. Greg Gordon, Oz, and Sultan. All right. Who's the class clown? Greg Gordon for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's a great, great. I wouldn't say he's a clown. He, he's 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 a jokester. He is hilarious. People are going to love him. The Iona community, he he does such a great job of connecting our guys and and giving a lot of positive energy and, and he brings it every day. And we're really excited to have Greg as a part of Iona. All right, who's the biggest chatterbox? Terrell Williams. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, and who is the biggest coach's pet? Coach's pet. Probably say that's a that's a tough one. I. I'd probably go with Alex Bates. He he is always trying to watch film. He he as a, as a young freshman, like he 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 does a great job of asking great questions. He's always in the office trying to watch film. He's 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 a gym rat. We're really excited about him as well. And the most likely uh, to not stop talking during a press conference, Greg Gordon probably. <laughs> I kind of felt that one coming on, but I wanted to ask it. <laughs> that, was an, that was an easy one, but he, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's 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 hilarious. Okay. Uh, so you guys and Tobin already seem to have made a nice connection to the fan base as well, doing things like, oh, I don't know, appearing on some idiot fans podcast. Uh, but I like this reach and touch of bringing in Pascal greats to visit with the guys, especially given the different eras of greatness of Iona basketball. First, you guys welcoming Kevin Hamilton, a legend from the Valvano era. Then you follow up with Scott Machado, probably the greatest Gale from the Cluis era. What kind of messages did they share with the team? It, it was great having both those guys come back and speak to our team and be a part of, you know, what we're building and, and what we have here. And obviously we know as a staff how special Iona is. And Coach Anderson's done a great job of, you know, conveying that to our team, our program, and how special this place is. Um, and it goes beyond, you know, the guys here right now, right? It goes beyond to, you know, Valvano and, you know, Coach Willard, Coach, you know, Cluse and Coach Patino. But, like, you know, having those guys come back was, was – and, and obviously Coach Rulin as well – um, it go it goes back beyond you know 
what we what we're doing this summer and we're really excited to you know having Kevin Hamilton back and having Scott Machado back like that was special for our guys to see and and feel too and and I'm sure it was great for them but their you know their message was enjoyed embrace the moment you know um embrace a tough schedule embrace a um a tough practice embrace a tough season like we need we, you got to get better every single day and they 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 both talked about um you know the mindset every day that they brought when they were here and and how they did not back down from anybody and you know um Kevin Hamilton especially talked about you know when they played you know power five teams like Georgetown Syracuse and you know how he just never backed down and he he had belief from Jim Valvano every single day and you know he kind of threw a parallel with coach Anderson and how much he believes in our guys and I think that was a cool parallel for our guys to see and, mm-hmm. and from him and um, you know, it's it's cool to have those guys come back and that they mean so much to Iona basketball. And we're really excited about, you know, continually to have them back and, and at games, at practices and talking with and conversing with our guys. All right. Uh, so I'm going to wrap up with a very important topic. A couple of episodes back here on this podcast, we had Kevin Sweeney on. He talked about the friendship you guys have, and we're going to forgive that because he's a Siena guy at heart. But apparently we're working on swinging him from the dark side and getting him some Iona gear. How are we doing with that? <laughs> Sweeney is awesome. He uh, he lived about two blocks from Loyola, Chicago. So I was – me and him would always grab dinner, talk basketball. He He's the epitome of a basketball junkie. Um, he is an awesome dude and definitely got to get him some gear. He is – he he's, you know, obviously he grew up around Siena, so he definitely got to convert him. And, and uh, I know he's – I know he's getting closer and closer to, you know, getting some Gales gear here. <laughs> I love it. Well, Pat, I speak for Iona fans everywhere when I say that we're thrilled with what we've seen with the staff thus far in terms of the roster you assembled. The non-conference schedule seems like it's really shaping up. Uh, uh, it looks like that'll be coming out pretty soon. Uh, and all of us can't wait for the season to get here. I'm sure you guys feel the same way. I want to thank you for coming on and giving Iona fans an update on how things are going. We really appreciate it. Guy, thanks so much for having having me on. And, and we are we are thrilled to you know, get going here. And, and uh, we, we are super fortunate to coach at a place like Iona with such a great fan base and really excited to get going. Well, so are we. So we will see you in November. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Pat Wallace for his time. And thanks to all of the countless amazing guests I've had on during the past year or so on this podcast. It's been pretty crazy. I mean, how much has happened around here in the past 12 months? It's just crazy. Uh, But now we look ahead. And the kickoff episode to season four is not to be missed. Not quite sure when it's dropping. Waiting on a couple things to settle for that. But it could be a week or so. Could be two weeks. Could be three. Not quite sure. But I promise it'll be worth your time. Um, That one is going to be a doozy. And as we get rolling toward the fall, we're going to be in full preview mode. We'll have the return of the On Location special when I join forces with Gale Force slash Sharky uh, to break down everything I own of hoops. We're going to have some regulars back on that you know and love. Jaden Daly, Jim Mezzano. Uh, we're going to have a couple new voices. And we're going to have both men's head coach, Tobin Anderson, and women's head coach, Ange Samillo, on as they each enter their first seasons in the Rochelle. So spread the word about this podcast to anyone you know who has any interest in Iona Hoops. And let's make season four the biggest and best season yet for this pod. Thank you all for being a part of this for the past three seasons. We're just warming up. Go Gales.
Thank you for listening to this edition of the IonaHoops.com podcast. This podcast is a production of IonaHoops.com with publisher Guy Filatico. The opinions shared during this podcast are those of Guy Filatico, IonaHoops.com, and any featured guests. This podcast is not affiliated with Iona University Athletics or the university itself. Thank you for supporting IonaHoops.com.